In this week's episode, I talk about HOAs. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 37 of Real Estate Chat with Jason Z. I'm Jason Zwalik of the Zwalik Group with First Team and Christie's International Real Estate. And as always, I'm coming to you from sunny Orange County, California. Hope you guys had a fantastic weekend and are having a good start to your week. So I want to take a minute this week to talk about HOAs or homeowner associations. We always get a ton of questions about the HOAs and what's involved in them and Really, it's, it is a broad spectrum of uh, what happens with an HOA because really every community, their HOAs will act differently. So I can kind of give you a rundown of what we have seen in the past and what to expect. But uh, um, as when you move into a neighborhood, you're going to get your HOA documents. You should really read through them, even though they are massive. Um, you should really go through them and look at all the restrictions and the CCNRs so you know um, if there are any restrictions that might affect um, or you and might be a reason for you not to want the property. So... But uh, so HOA, so most communities, especially here where we are in Irvine, have an HOA. So they have a homeowners association. There are a couple that don't, but uh, for the most part where we are here, uh, we do have we do have them, and uh, really what they are is they're they're essentially run by homeowners and then and a, prop, a property management company, and the homeowners are on the HOA board, and that board uh, really facilitates the the community uh, essentially. So, and what you do is each each month you're going to pay into that, and that is going to help run the certain aspects of your community that are for public use. Um, uh, for example, pools, parks, walkways, um, tree trimming, things like that. So it's going to keep all those those common areas uh, up to date and 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 uh, working and operating so that their residents can use them appropriately. So now certain HOAs are um, can be higher or lower depend just depends on the area. Um, for instance, we moved from a community where we actually had two HOAs. We had the HOA that handled the entire community, and then we had a smaller HOA that handled um, our essentially it was like three streets because we were um, a, a sub community within the community, if you will. So, and uh, we were living in a detached condo at the time. So our HOA each month was $335 or so uh, because we had two HOAs. Now, if we, you were looking in those same that same community at a single family residence, the HOA was about $160, I believe it was. And that's simply because they just had to use the entire, entire community HOA they had to pay that but they didn't have to pay a specific sub community HOA if you will and that really depends on if you're living in a in the home that you're really going to buy so if you're looking at buying like a town home or a condo or um, any a detached condo even and these are anything that and they're within a, a larger community that's what you're going to look for because you may have two HOAs that does happen quite often so you really want to be on the lookout for that so when you're looking at uh, buying a property. So 
um, other communities, like the community that we live in now, it's an older community, and we pay $235 a quarter. So it's about $78 a month. Uh, now we and we have great amenities here. So we have uh, a great pool. We have five pools. We have parks. Uh, the one thing that's really nice where we are is we have a huge 10-acre park in our community uh, that's actually run by the city. So it's a city park, so it's a fully public park. You don't have to be a resident to enjoy it, um, although most of the times we see the its residents over there using it. But uh, but all of that is actually maintained by the city, so it really doesn't have to use our HOA dollars, which is which is nice. Uh, so some of the older com communities you will you'll see typically you'll see lower HOAs, and in some cases you'll see no HOAs. Um, it's a rarity, but there are like I said, there are several communities. Now within the HOA, they typically have board meetings. They have a board. They have elections, and then you'll have your president, your vice president. But then you'll also have these committees. So within the board, you're gonna, you're going to have a committee, and you might have an architect committee and the architectural committee will actually walk around the neighborhood and kind of look at what people are doing to their homes or not doing to their homes for example if someone hasn't painted their house in a while and paint starting to peel you may get a notice from the HOA to say hey you need to paint your house and in some cases we've seen it where if you don't do it we're gonna do the work and then you're gonna be charged for it so um, those those notices are not to be taken lightly you really want to make sure that you um, respond to those and keep keep the maintenance up on your house and what they're looking for when doing that is they're really just looking at keeping the neighborhood up and keeping home values up. because really if you have one house that um, looks as dilapidated if you will uh, it will really drag down the value of the homes around it so you really want to make sure that uh, uh, the homes are are kept up um, the architectural committee will also look at any plans that are coming up. So uh, a lot of these places, a lot of these communities, when you want to add something to your house, whether you're doing solar, if you're doing, um, uh, if you're adding a patio cover, if anything like that, um, you're adding a pool. You need to submit the plans to the architectural committee. The architectural committee then oversees, looks at them, and gives the approval. Uh, in some cases, uh, you're going to have to get, if it's in the landscaping side, because there's also a landscaping committee that looks at the landscaping, and you have to submit that, you may have to get signatures from your neighbors. I know our neighbor across the street had to do that here um, where we live, and we had to sign off on it. So so it's just, uh, these are these are little things that are done. Then they also look at the, the finances. So they're going to ma manage how much money's in reserves um, in the HOA, should there be an issue. Um, if there's an events committee, they may do work on some events, but, uh, but yeah, they're, they're really there just to kind of oversee the committee, the community, um, and make sure everything runs. And they're the direct liaisons with the property management company. So whoever's managing the actual community itself, they're going to be your direct, the direct liaisons with them. And you know, they usually have board meetings once a month um, that are public publicized. So you, uh, they are pub They have a public forum where you can go and chat and voice your concerns if you want. Um, and then uh, you can also should be able to reach out to your president, vice president, or board members um, with any concerns so that uh, they can uh, be in, in contact with the property management company. So when a house is being transferred, so when someone is selling the house, the HOA documents will have to be provided, and that's through escrow. And uh, if you go back and look at our net sheet uh, podcast that I did several weeks ago, I talked about um, the costs for those because those are provided by the seller. Uh, so the seller will have to pay those, and it's typically paid for outside of escrow. So with a 
usually with a credit card um, you'll buy it you'll pay for those and those will basically be all uh, um, a list of all the up-to-date minutes of the HOA meetings and all of the HOA rules and or the CCNRs so you need to uh, really you'll get a package of those and like I said they're quite thick but as a buyer moving into a committee community excuse me you really want to check those out and make sure that you are um, looking at them and make sure there's nothing in there that's gonna that's gonna cause an issue for you down the road so so that's a quick rundown of HOAs um, there like I said there's something that we deal with here on a regularly basis a regular basis you may not deal with them at all where you live um, but uh, here in Southern California we see them uh, pretty much every day and uh, we pay them we pay them every month so um, or every quarter in our case but uh, but yeah so if you again um, if you have any questions about HOAs just let me know you can reach me at uh, zoolic at first team dot com that's z-w-o-l-a-k at first team dot com uh, or you can shoot me a text or um, or give me a call at 949-345-1183 uh, also if you want to hear something uh, talked about in a future episode please let us know well, we'll definitely try to work that in uh, other than that I hope you guys have a great week make it a productive one and until next time we'll talk to you soon